Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. This is part two of the last bonus episode of the first series of My Beautiful Stories. We are on a break from the podcast and we're coming back in March. But until then, I will leave you delight in the last five stories provided by our community. With many thanks to Celine, Jan, Osge, Caitlin, Ilse, Ruth and Sheila. Courir sur la dune by Celine Running on the dune to catch the sunset, this one precisely before it perishes, to never come back again like it was that evening, before it dies, letting its unique lights drag for a long time until the night completely absorbs them, and this hoping nostalgia that made me linger up to the shore then come back in a hurry, shivering and thrilled. It rained while I slept, refreshing everything outside and bringing that beautiful scent in the air that comes after rain. And now, tea time by Jan. Today we had a headshot with a client in freezing wind in London. And I was so tired after the shoot. And after we finished, our cheeks all a bit pinkish and hands swollen from standing outside in the windiest places, I felt so refreshed and energized, and once more I realized with appreciation, I so need this in my life. This one was by Osge, who has also launched some incredible presets, and I'm gonna leave all the details in the show notes. The woman in the photograph is my maternal grandmother, a woman I never really knew, as she died when I was a toddler. This necklace is one of the few things I have that belong to her. Every time I wear it, I feel connected to her. I remember stories of her. I remember my uncles always said I looked like her. We share the same high cheekbones, tiny bird bones, straight and narrow build. I'm told we share a similar personality as well. Introspective, deep thinkers with a need for daily solitude, but friendly and confident when necessary. I wish I had even one memory of her. But I don't. The heroine in my work in progress is named after her. Perhaps, as I bring this character to life, I will begin to know my grandmother, too. By Caitlin Jamal Thoughts from a bus stop and a photo from a frosty morning By Ilze The moon was small and bright in the clear, dark sky and right beside it a new day was rising. A line of yellow and red and orange, growing, flowing, glowing, until the sky was swimming in pale blue, purple and pink. And that was when night and day met for one magical moment. There is a story behind this amethyst pendant. When I was six years old, my grandmother took me with her on a visit to a neighbor. 
as a child who liked always to be doing something, I took some sewing with me. The neighbor was a woman in her nineties. She was entranced by the fact that I was sewing, and she showed me a toy cat she had sewn when she was five years old. We chatted and, although I cannot remember this detail, I must have commented on the amethyst pendant that she was wearing. Although I sometimes recalled the conversation about sewing, I did not recall the pendant for decades. When my grandmother died, however, she itemized the amethyst pendant to be left to me, as it had been left to her by her neighbor on condition that it was then left to me in turn. So, I have the amethyst pendant in my possession and I am wearing it as I write. Amethysts are not particularly valuable, but the association with this particular stone is very personal. The purple quartz also has very positive traditions associated with it. It is said to sharpen the mind, quicken the wit and enhance mental powers. In Renaissance magic, amethysts carved with the image of a bear were worn as protective amulets. So, a very positive stone to have come to me with its very personal associations. A story by Ruth. Sheila's Morning Seeing this magical scene with a rickety old bridge over a flowing stream heading into the enchanted woods, full of magic and wonder, possibly with fairies or magical creatures or perhaps even fairy tale characters, felt so free and enticing that my instinct was to just take off the layers of clothes restricting me and run barefoot into the unknown, to fully embrace the magic and be at one with nature and let whatever unknown bewitchment take me along with it and fully experience every sensation and feel truly free. And then it occurred to me that I was in the grounds of my son's school and I should probably keep my clothes on, otherwise I'd get arrested and it would no doubt be more embarrassing for him than it would be shocking for the children and for the staff that witnessed me. So I just stuck to taking photos and letting my imagination go wild. This one was by Sheila. Thank you so much for listening this last bonus of series one of my beautiful stories. I uh, will say bye now, but I will be back on here soon. This is it from us. If you like the podcast, please rate, review or subscribe. Get involved in the conversation each week on my Instagram account at stories.